DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Welcome back to the Key Pass Collective, the most exclusive podcast out there for, and also just the best one, for draft fantasy content. Um, we're back here again to get you prepped for game week 34, and there is a lot to talk about. We've got a lot going on, so it's going to be kind of a packed episode with uh, a lot of different segments, a lot of different talking points, and just things that we want to mention. Um, I'm joined here today by Toddy and by Ryan, and the first thing that I want to mention here, gentlemen, uh, and I'm, I'm going to get your thoughts on this particular piece of information and then have you just tell us how you're doing. So that's kind of how we'll, how we'll get you involved and introduced here today to, to the lovely folks at home or on their runs or in their cars or wherever you amazing people are. So the first thing I want to mention today is this. We got recently, we got some, some data back, we'll say. Um, so some listener data, you know, about, about the people who are listening to the podcast. And Apple, you know Apple, you've heard of them, uh, they, ha- they have these categories in their podcasts. And so one of their categories is soccer, right? Now, it's an American company, so it's called soccer, but you can extrapolate that it means football, depending on where you're from. But under the category soccer, and I'm not talking fantasy soccer, I'm not talking about um, draft fantasy soccer, because that doesn't exist on Apple. So we are under the, the, the category soccer, right? So that puts us up against some pretty big hitters when it comes to podcasts, um, when we want to talk about rankings. But what we were, the information that we were given, that, that we became privy to here just this last week, is that over the course of the very kind of like, I, I don't know, how long was this? Maybe the last month, I think it was, Todd? Yeah, thir- okay. 30 days. 30, 30 days, days, over the last month. We are the number two soccer podcast in Iceland. I have told you before how much we adore and love Iceland. We've, we've gone on and on about this, but I'm fine doing it again. We'll spend the whole podcast if you want to. Um, but Iceland, we just freaking love you. Uh, <laughs> you guys are What's amazing. number one? I, I must that's, ask. That's my question, like, yeah. Sigurdsson's doing one? It's got. <laughs> it's got to be like I don't know one of the one of the like really big boys like, um, like BBC Sport I, or like uh, Football Ramble or something like that. Is my guess. Maybe it's maybe it's Good Johnson with his with his dad, <laughs> like a fa- father daughter or father son father son podcast. I would definitely listen to that. If over that's that, a over thing, us. I need to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toddy, you brought this to my attention. What, do you, what are your thoughts? And tell us how you've been recently. I mean, um, this is just amazing. And um, I'd like to... <laughs> I, I recently um, 
just uh, commented on uh, under one of the tweets of our one of our favorite uh, uh, accounts or uh, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter, Fantrax Iceland, um, uh, that that the Fantasy Iceland Premier League <laughs> is starting up. So yes, uh, ge- ob- obviously, obviously, um, I've um, I've joined up. Um, I've, I've put together a team. It's, it's a, it's a budget type situation, same as OFPL. Um, so I hope, I hope to, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can win, uh, two tickets to a Premier League game and a bunch of dried fish. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to, to that. Um, obviously, um, I've, I've struggled with uh, with with even reading out the names of most of the players there, but um, I'll I'll um, enlist the help of our uh, one of our super fans, Ari Johnson, and um, he'll he'll um, help me with with all the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. there there might be if if we are short on segments, then I might. Uh, End up doing a, a Iceland Iceland, Iceland uh, um, fancy Premier League weekly update. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if 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 I can get the pronunciations right, so yeah, that's that's in honor of uh, of our um, Icelandic listeners uh, who who have have brought us to number two in their lovely lovely. Um, uh, volcano-ridden country. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> other, otherwise, it's it's um, it's it's been a hectic week. Um, we've just heard uh, on the grapevine uh, that the pools are gonna reopen. All right. Probably next Monday. Um, for to those who have the vaccine. Um, so so that's given me a lot of work to do. Uh, but still, I've managed to pencil in my uh, first uh, sailing day of the season for this uh, Saturday. So Beautiful. I might need one of you guys to proxy for me. <laughs> we can we can probably handle that. <laughs> Ryan, how are things, man? And uh, what 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 words do you have for our amazing super fans <laughs> from Iceland? I mean, I was pulling up Google Translate to try and come up with, <laughs> with something in Icelandic, and I, I just can't. I'll just say thank you. Yeah. Um, obviously, really, right. really appreciate the support. Lovely place, lovely people. Um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't be happier that it ended up with being Iceland, so thank you. Um, in terms of what's new, um, yeah, still plugging away. We closed on... Our new place last Friday, uh, so I signed a million documents, basically signing away my life um, to this mortgage. But uh, yeah, everything went through. Um, we have a move-in date, May 8th, so got another week and a half or so uh, in our current place to pack up and do one last move. And um, yeah, so starting to buy some furniture and, and all that. So Nice. Almost there. Nice. We're we're in the same boat. We're doing. Uh, I mean, we're only an hour away, right? So, um, but we have both places. So we have our place in Raleigh and our place here where we currently live. So we're going to be doing like we're going to be having a weekend home 
and feeling like we're very classy <laughs> and rich for a little while. Uh, we're going to be slowly moving things up there on the weekends. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, I'd much rather have that than the currently <laughs> what we have is just one day maybe yeah. to do the full move. But that's never fun. Oh, well. That's never fun. Yeah, you got to get some buddies. Rip, promise rip them some the beers. Off. Yeah. Yeah, we finally get with, with movers this time. Oh, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's probably better. Screw it. Don't give them yeah. beers then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe after. Uh, is that Draft Genie that I see? Hey guys. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, not bad. Not bad. How's everyone? Slides in. Right. He just yeah. It's it just with the with the greatest of ease slides in unannounced. Beautiful. I love it. Genie, did you hear the news that we are the number two soccer podcast in Iceland? I saw that. Uh, made my day actually. Yes. Um, probably highlight of the month uh, being that. So. Thanks to everyone who's listening to these three guys and my random appearances from time to time. <laughs> well, what's going on with you, man? Uh, not much. School's basically done. Um, well, my hamstrings actually healed up. All I right. Training again, like light training. Nothing crazy. We're not breaking any records yet. But on the grass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the grass. Touch We're all physical therapists after. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I played soccer for the first time last night, actually. Dang. So it's just good. Things are things are getting back to normal, so just need to start winning some more fantasy games, and then it'll be like life is back to where it was. One step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you and Toddy, um, in, in the uh, previously named Super League that needs to be renamed now. Uh, you guys need to rebrand. Yeah, we definitely need a rebrand. So we can talk about that with the Super League members. But um you yeah, you guys you guys are Founding gonna have to members. kick it into gear here a little bit, I think. You you and Toddy. Yeah, unfortunately, um I blame one loss to my situation when I wasn't yeah. able to drop Deli Alley for Tanganga and Oof. lost by one point or oh. two points. But you know what? If I lose by if I lose by one loss, then I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it couldn't the commissioner board. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been. It could. It, it's not going to be closer than last last year when you beat me on on actual fantasy points scored. <laughs> but last year it was just like a two man race. This year it's like a twelve man race. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. close. It's crazy close. Yeah. Um, for anybody who's interested in that, that is the, the culmination, the, the kind of final 12 um, from the community league that was over 60 people, and they're all facing off. They had a redraft, uh, and they're all facing off in like a mini league to determine the overall winner um, who gets, I don't know, something like 500 pounds or you know something, something kind of actually pretty substantial. So anyway, if you're interested in doing that next year, uh, let me know, let the show know, and we can get you hooked up with uh, the commissioners. I'm one of them. Uh, Toddy's one of them. We can get you hooked up with the commissioners of uh, the the community league and get you involved in that next year. All right, let's move on, gents. So first of all, uh, follow us if you guys will. We're at KP underscore collective. And of course, this show is a product of the Draft Society, the draftsociety.com at draft underscore society. Check it out everything you need all of your draft preparations all your statistics all your articles all your rankings everything is there everything you need is there it's, it's a website i don't know if you guys have heard of it but it's there 
So go check it out, thedrasssociety.com. We are super proud of it. Um, and we continue to just churn out material. And I've just been, I, I've been a little bit busy lately with the move and, and with applying for jobs and whatnot. So I've just been really proud of the guys for picking up the slack and just, um, it's just been huge. This, the effort is amazing. The teamwork is amazing. Uh, and, and the team over there at, at Draft Society is amazing, too. They're just incredible. So, yeah, check it out. Um, one of the things that, that maybe we don't mention often enough, too, guys, is that on Draft Society, there is a way to contact us. If you don't want to go through Twitter, you can use the Contact Us um, little tab on the Draft Society, and it gives you a field that you fill in, type out a little email, and it sends it to us. Our friend Terry Thornton did exactly that. And one of the things that he asked us, which I, I want to talk a little bit more about kind of going forward, not today, but going forward, um, he asked us if we were going to do any more Dynasty content. And I think that'd be a really cool idea. I think that'd be a really interesting idea. So um, I kind of ran it past you guys. And what we're going to do uh, going forward is actually, I think, put out an article that really brings together almost all of the members of the draft society that the founders and the writers um and we're all going to pick our favorite dynasty targets and tell you guys exactly why um we like them as dynasty targets and so for those people in dynasty leagues we're hoping that that's going to be a resource that can help you and if any of us are feeling particularly ambitious we could potentially try to make some ranks but i don't want to get too far ahead of myself on that one <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to hand it over to Ryan once more again this week because Ryan has a quiz for us. But I just want to, I mean, have you called French foreign minister? For instance? So you, no, uh, but they were in the process of arranging for me to go, to go to France and to Germany. Do you know who he is? Um, don't start pub quizzing me, darling. Well, don't I mean, start you know, pub quizzing he's me. He's the French foreign minister. Do you know his name? <laughs> no. Um, All right. <laughs> Ryan, you've told me that you have a one-question quiz. Indeed. So uh, last week I was uh, reading The Sun, a periodical Oof. note. Wow. Um, Why? So yeah, I was I was really in in a bad bad place, <laughs> um, and I came across this this list that you know wasn't you know a page six spread of a model or talking about immigrants, um, and <laughs> I know. thought it would be good for. Um, for the quiz so it is like you said one question it's a top 10 list um you guys are each going to get three guesses and you'll you'll rotate uh and as whoever you know answers the most um players on the top 10 list will be the winner okay interesting so the list is the most subbed on players in premier league history History. History. Super subs. Yep. From, what, 93 on? So, yeah, most subbed on players in Premier League history. So, So how are we doing this? So, I will say the order, and then you'll get a chance to say an answer, Mm -hmm. and then we'll go through it, and each of you will get three chances to, to respond. I will start with Jeannie. I'm going to be terrible at this, by the way. Um, Genie, then Toddy, then Joe. I only have one name I can think of. Um, Drew. <laughs> nah. Oh, no. man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Toddy. Uh, one, James Milner. 
Oh, that's a good he one. He is number one. Wow. Subbed on 159 times. Oh, that's a really good one. Man. God, I th- honestly, this is this is a devious question. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, let super me... subs over the years. I need more time to think, so I'm just gonna say. Uh, I'm just gonna say. Adama. No. Oh, okay. All right, back to Genie. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is insane. It's tough, yeah. This is Man, a mean is one. A... Oh, um, Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch is number two. Nice. Wow. 158 subbed on appearances. Well done. Oh, I have All a right, guess. Toddy. I have a guess. All right, wait your turn. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'll go Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Nope. I think he's... I don't... Yeah, it still says the top ten, so I can't see anything else. But no, he's not on there. All right, Joe. You're you're burning. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, one Andrew Manbun Carroll. No. Oh, come on! The universe All right, is not Jeannie. there. You want to um, steal this one? Man, the, the thing is, like, I'm too young to know all these guys. <laughs> um, so there are a couple that are are pretty recent. Um, a lot of them are. Maybe. Wow. Yes, he is number eight. <laughs> Actually. Just. So oh. Yep. Wow. Theo, Wally Walcott. Yes. Well done. Two to one. Toddy to tie and possibly go into a tiebreaker. Good work. So we have to go. Uh, based on longevity, right? Just like number. Milner, yeah, Milner and uh, Theo and Crouchy as well. Just played for years and years. So, so it has to be someone who's played like a lot, but wasn't very good. So didn't start. Didn't right? start a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I resent that as a Theo Walcott supporter. Well, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Harry Kuehl? No. Not a bad bad shot, though. All right. uh, Jeannie wins, but Joe, one last chance to Uh, uh, um, submit a wrong answer. Okay. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, let me go with... Who's been around forever? Um, I'm going to go with Glenn Murray. No. Okay. Tati, I actually thought that you were using that wind-up to go with uh, with Ryan Giggs, who we oh. uh, have been mentioning yeah. in all of the Premier League ones. So he's actually squeaked in at number 10. So the full Ooh. list um, really? is James Milner. Peter Crouch, Jermaine Defoe, Defoe, okay. Shane Long, Shane Long, Get out of here. Shola Amiobi, who I used to love, uh, Carlton Cole, oh, Joe Cole, Joe Cole, Theo Walcott, uh, Canoe, and Ryan Giggs. 
See, with, Those with, were gettable, I think. Carlton yeah, with, Cole with was Joe, a bit out there. With Joe Cole and Giggs, I'm like, yeah, but those guys were starters for most of their career. Like, almost all. Uh, Joe Cole at the end there was a bit... If he wasn't injured, he was probably subbing on um, during the Jose years, I think. But Shane Long, man. Yeah, Shane Long. Long. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Defoe <laughs> as well. But, yeah, well done, Jeannie. I like it. All right, Jeannie. Nice work. Nice work. I can't believe I didn't think of Defoe, actually. The guy was like a <laughs> Toronto. Too hard on agent. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the win. Criticizing. Interesting. Yes. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. That's I your like quiz. That. All right. I like that. Even um, though it came from the sun, it was it was a pretty good one. It's going to be another one of those where listeners do way better than we actually did, and so they're going to like... Or they lie about us, it, at least. Treat at us like, like Prosh and say, like, I can't believe you guys didn't get this. And it's like, okay, well, hold on. Come on. Let's put you on the spot for a second, my friend. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we should. We should. We should have, a, like, a live listener just quiz show. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that at the end, end of the season. I like that. I like that. Yeah, let us know yeah, if you I'll, want to be in it. We were we were talking with with uh, Genie that like Twitter has like a live uh, thing now. I I don't I don't know how it works, but we'll we'll um, we'll do some research and we could do uh, like a viewer party for the last uh, game week with the. With the Keep Ass Collective and do a quiz, listener quiz or something like that. Oh, that'd be really cool. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Winner um, gets El Ghazi merch. Or because I'm a teacher, you know, I could do like a lot. I could do like a live, like a Kahoot. And like Ooh. listeners could just answer <laughs> and like log into the Kahoot. Yeah, no. Um, that's, <laughs> I do that enough. It's cool. All right. Let's move on, guys. So, uh, we are going to do the segment that we love, if only because we like to hear the drop. But we also love the segment in general, but the drop is fantastic. So here it is. Okay. That's the last draw. That's right. It's the last straw. So these are players that we are nearly done with nearly done with i put in that distinction this time ryan because <laughs> we always see so i've won i've won it over <laughs> you have you won you won yes i can see fantastic well, these we, are actually guys that or some of them are actually guys that i ended up you know dropping so i'm kind of going the reverse but go ahead well these are all like and the funny thing is these are all big names for the yeah. most part um so it's kind of interesting this time when you say the players that you're nearly done with i think we end up actually talking a lot more about players who are like you know, big names, but kind of on the verge. And so this, I think this is going to be, this is going to be a good discussion. Um, so Jeannie, why don't you kick us off? Uh, I know that you, you still got some school, uh, school related time concerns. So kick us off with your last straw and then we can have a little talk about those. And then, um, you can, uh, get your, get your nose in a book. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got one last exam doing a couple hours, but so I got three names. Um, the first one, is Trossard, I'm going to say. Uh, I think that's kind of obvious. He's just been crap recently. Like, I, I don't know what better way to put it. What did he get? Like three points against Sheffield? I'm trying to, and yeah. Two and a half, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, good for him. Um, two and a half, five and a half, seven and a half, point five. This is his last I think, five. I think I'd rather four. Bersuma than him right now. Um, Absolutely. Ouch. 
Um, there's a lot of players I'd rather than him. Honestly, if I had him, I'd debatably just drop him for like Fred or McTominay because at least they have a double game week coming up. Um, the next player is Calvert-Lewin. I don't remember the last time he actually scored above 20 points. Um, it was February 6th, so that's mm. quite a while ago. Other than that, his highest score since then has been 11 with a goal, of course. Um, not a huge fan. I'm playing against him this week, so expect 25 points. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, he's someone I'm basically like, I'm not sure what's going on with him. Maybe he's just burned out. Maybe he's not fully fit. Um, but he's not scoring as well as he used to. Because he used to score, even without goals, he used to get like 9, 10 points just for headers and passes and stuff. Key passes and stuff. And then the last name, which is probably the biggest name on here, um, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, um, man. I just think with, well, City won tonight. Um, he got injured in the cup final, when was it, like two weeks ago? I, I can't see him starting against Crystal Palace. Like, I'd be shocked. Pep would honestly be... Be suicide. To put it, yeah, to be nicely, <laughs> it would be idiotic if Pep started him in a game against crystal palace where their team is just giving up goals for fun um <laughs> to be honest you know i might send pep a message asking if i could get a start that game right but um i, I just don't see enough play time for him uh so they got crystal palace he'll definitely start against chelsea um that's next weekend so you'll he'll play against real madrid then he'll play against chelsea oh sorry not real madrid he'll play against psg then he'll play against chelsea and then I think he's going to rotate. If City lock up the title against Chelsea, there's no reason to risk him, especially if they make the Champions League final. Right. Um, you don't want your best player out. Exactly. So, what, we're looking at two starts rest of season, maybe, and one of them's against Chelsea. Dang, good point. And Chelsea has had uh, Manchester City's number recently, and yeah. they've been defensively really solid, keeping a lot of clean sheets. Oh, man, that's an interesting, interesting talking point, Jeannie. So I'm assuming you're if you have him in any leagues, you're trying to trade him out on name value? I did. I didn't get much for him because he was injured. But, like, I, I got two guys who I could use most weeks at least for, like, seven points, maybe more with upside. I got Ward, Prowse, and Ziyech. You know, if, if they mean, have their days, that's, like, they they each have 20 plus in their locker not usually but at least ward prowse will play every game and have you guys like seen like the midfield pool in free agency it's like <laughs> the best one to pick up is like mateus click um so yeah. i had rather ward prowse than click right now so that's about where i'm at for De Bruyne. i'm sure you could get better for him especially after he just played really well today but if you're desperate, that's kind of what I'd settle for, I'd say. Hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, man, like, in Ward Prowse, you've just traded in a player who has six matches left and will yeah. play every minute of those matches. Yeah. And De Bruyne, you've just said, maybe plays two or three. Yeah. That, that, that's, like, he'll play more, maybe, if City... Um, don't lock up the title against Chelsea. Maybe he'll get the start against Newcastle or if they get knocked out by um, PSG, but I don't see that happening. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Those are good shouts, man. I like that. 
I like that a lot. Um, let's go with Toddy and then Ryan. Um, yeah, I've actually um, sh- going to shout out two of the players that Genie got for KDB. Um, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm very cold on both of them. Uh, Ward Prowse has been scoring just like like uh, free agency numbers. He really has. Um, he he's been really bad, so he's lost his floor. To be honest, and even even with a with a goal or an assist, he'll score you not more than fifteen. So that's not not exactly what you want from a third rounder, which which he was at the beginning of the season. Um, so yeah, I think um, obviously this is the last straw. So um, I've already traded him out. Yeah. In all of my leagues, uh, in one league, I, one league I got uh, Saka for him. The other one I got Foden and Thiago. So, mm, okay, like decent value in both, I think. Um, but now he's been he's been scoring even worse. So, yeah, the, the problem is with with these these guys, and the other one is Ziyech. Um The problem is that. That you you just have to start them because of the potential upside. Um, you just have to put them in when they start. Mm. Um, and if you put them in, the upside usually doesn't come <laughs> <laughs> in the recent in recent weeks. Yeah. So so you have to you have to work or you have to construct your your um, starting eleven based on not needing them to score their usual around 10 point base score but needing them needing others from your team mostly probably your forward line or your defense to have a good good floor uh because because these guys both of whom are potentially good floor players have just absolutely lost their floor so um that's why I'm I'm out on both. Uh and the third player I'm gonna mention is Bernardo Silva. It's a similar argument um to to KDB. Yeah. It's he he's just um he just doesn't have <laughs> the same upside as KDB or Foden or Mares or Cancelo. So I think the argument is 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 pretty much the same for all city players. Like um you never know how many stars they they're going to have uh but but silva just doesn't have the upside so the only the only construction or, or only roster i am keeping silva on is is the one that um that he's there to be um the cover for one of the higher upside players so if Good. like if yeah. you have like K- kdb and silva foden and silva mares and silva mm-hmm. those those combinations are okay obviously you can end up with neither of them starting which is a which is a pain but uh but you don't want to roster like three city players uh two two of which are non-upside players so uh so I think I think Silva is 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 gettable, easily gettable. 
if you want if you want some cover for your Fosen yeah. or for your KDB that or was for literally your, my next question <laughs> for your Mares, but <laughs> but if All it's four just of them started tonight though, but if it if you if you just have silver, well yeah, but who who starts in the league? Is it Jesus and Aguero and Torres or what's his name? Yeah, yeah I think I'd rather have Torres. one of those. It'd be cheaper cover, I think. Um, plus, he'd probably have a higher likelihood of, of starting. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, to be honest, I have Silva in one of one of, two of my leagues. In one league, I have Mares next to him, so I'm probably keeping him. But in the other league, uh, I used to have Mares and Foden, but but I don't have them now. So it's just Silva there. Um, I'd probably ex- accept uh, 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 one of those genie genie offers uh, <laughs> for him. It's just on 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 his own. I don't think there's much value there because it, he could start just the two games, like genie mentioned for KDB. Yeah. But whereas KDB is almost guaranteed 15 points there in those two games, Silva could might as well. Or could could just score like two points for you, and he has, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, it's we're right back to the same discussion that we have about uh, Manchester City players over and over and over, and it's just like, I mean, I don't know, man. It takes a special kind of of fantasy manager to to really roster a lot of Manchester City players because I just, I, I don't know, I, I just I don't do it. For the most part, I'm just not. I'm not that guy. So then, then again, I think I think um, maybe not this season, but in in previous seasons, I think you 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 were sort of keeping yourself out of the running for for a championship true. if you if you didn't roster any city players. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you think that's the case this year? Not so much, no. Okay. Interesting. That's something I would I would like to dig further into, maybe in the off season. Talk about city and and you know what um, what contributions that their players have on the overall success of a fantasy team. I don't know if we can maybe get some stat heads to look into that because I don't even know where to start. Uh, <laughs> but Ryan, would, let's let's hear from you on last straw. Just yeah, just on that point, I think. I think that's probably right. I, I get the sense that um, they've been more, I guess, widely, the points have been more widely dispersed this season, given that uh, KDB's had his injuries, Mahrez has had his moments, um, Cancelo's been good, but also gets rotated. So as opposed to, I think, more last year, um, we had a few folks that were just killing it. Um, I would assume that this year, yeah, it's, it's just been more kind of disparate. But yeah, that is a, a good question. good question to have. Um, my last straw, and I do mean last straw for some of these folks. Um, my first is Ricardo Pereira, uh, who, you know, we all had high hopes for given that he was such a, has been such a great player for uh, a few years, uh, coming back from that, that crazy injury. Um, but, and he, he's had his flashes, a couple games where he scored pretty good ghost points, but I think he's only started twice in like the last month and a half two months um had had apparently had another knock uh was on the bench last game 
Um, I just don't feel comfortable, um, you know, trying to count on him as a starter. Plus, when he started, he's he's been okay, but I mean, he's also had some had some stinkers, and it's just it's gotten to the time of the season where you just you can't carry this dead weight. Um, you just got to cut bait at this point. I think I think with Ricky P and I actually dropped him last week um, for cover, and I was going to try and pick him back up, but uh, I got outbid, and um, I'm actually fine with it. I'm, I'm glad I kept that remaining fab. Uh, just because he didn't end up starting this past game week, and who knows if he does um, this time around. So, Ricky P is one of them. Um, the second one uh, pains me to say it because uh, he's been so great for me this year. But Aaron Cresswell um, has his points have kind of fallen off a cliff. Uh, he's very set piece dependent and assist dependent. Jay Lings has stolen some of that from him. Oh, yeah. uh, the assists dried up. So he started uh, dropping points right. and then he got injured to boot. And again, with five weeks left, mm. he has, I think, been training. Um, so I might try and get him back. But again, there's just so many good defensive streamers and there's yeah. only five five weeks left i think i'd rather have the flexibility than try and you know yeah. depend on cresswell dropping an assist from a corner so yeah it's such he's, a sad development he's gone too i know i know i will say though that if you look at our very own um fixture tracker um yeah. fixture difficulty tracker that was brought to you by Drafter thoughts who does an amazing job on this um west ham is fifth for defenders yeah no I'm, i've been toying with the idea of trying to trying to get him back, um, Burnley, I'd I'd have to go back to drafts or thoughts for some some Burnley. data, but I assume I assume because they I assume because they have all of those tall trees um, in the back <laughs> that they're actually pretty good at defending set pieces. Yeah, in which case Cresswell would be nullified. But yeah, I'm I might try and pick him up. My my bio says undying love for for Cresswell, and so. <laughs> that, isn't exactly accurate since I dropped him. Also, um, you forget that Burnley are just apparently amazing now. Oh yeah, they dropped so, four goals on you just incredible you know it. Really, really yeah. good. What a squad. <laughs> uh, okay, football. Cresswell. Yes. Uh third. I mean, I'm just like stabbing myself in the oh, heart man. continuously. Um Jack Grealish. So obviously you wouldn't just drop him uh no, on the clearly. wire. Um, but this would be more of a, a trade out. Dean Smith has just teased us um, ever since he he got that injury in February. Um, three weeks ago, he was back training, and then he was supposed to start, and then he I guess reaggravated it. And now Dean Smith is You're talking about softly, softly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Want to make sure? Um, I, I want to make sure I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. So Buttercup and all of his uh, Buttercup uh, press conferences has been. Um, <laughs> you know holding back on on jack so maybe maybe actually conversely that would be a good sign that he's he's coming back because he was the other way previously but suffice it to say we've been waiting this whole time there's only five games left um villa do have that that game in hand so there should be a tasty double game week at some point i'm not technically trying to trade him out um i would entertain an offer but i think i wouldn't you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to trying to trade him out right now. Just you're you're only betting on the fact that he probably 
either doesn't come back um, rest of season or maybe gets like one or two uh, starts at, at the end there, in which case, you know, that's over half of the starts he's, he's not getting. And you could probably get, a f- I don't know what you could get for him right now, but the name value and the, the fact that he's should be coming back soon would, would probably uh, go in your favor. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm almost there with him. Ouch, man. Oh, uh, well, I had a listener who direct messaged me and probably messaged you guys too, because that's how it happens oftentimes. Um, <laughs> wondering if um, he should trade out Jack Grealish to bring in Rafinha. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I would if Rafinha wasn't injured. If if Rafinha's back this weekend, yeah, I would. I think even if he misses this week, I would still do it. But that's just me. If he misses this week, yeah. then I'm kind of concerned. It's more of a long-term injury. Time. Yeah, you don't. We don't know anything about Rafinha's injury either. So um, yeah, I'm with I'm with Ryan. Um, the potential for Grealish to fast track his way back for the last two or three games, which would be in a playoff league, your semi-final and your final yeah. is is much bigger than because he's he still has a chance of making the Euro squad had is he if he if he gets back uh from the century. Um so I think there's more motivation there. Obviously we know more about the English squad and how it's built up than the than the Portuguese or um <laughs> whether Rafinha will will be there or not. Um but yeah, I think uh I think if Rafinha is, is there, uh even if he's on the bench this week, then a hundred percent I'd 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 uh get him in for Grealish. If he's if he's still out then I'd be on the fence. Mm. Okay. Alright. Interesting. I like it. I like it. Um as far as like my last straw players are concerned um the first one i put was zambo but then when i thought about that i i thought well when i say zambo what i really mean is all of fulham <laughs> um so yeah i mean weeks ago uh weeks ago now i dropped the keeper i dropped um tosin i mean it just it's come brutal to schedule. kind of it's come yeah brutal schedule and it's come to a sad state of affairs it's just they're not scoring the way they used to um even lookman you know, it's gotten to the point where it's just like, uh, I, I, I'm not against rostering the guy. I might even trade him in if the price was right. But at the same time, he really just has not been been living up to kind of what we, we've come to expect from him. I get the sense he might have a minor knock that he's kind of nursing. Cause, yeah. Yeah, he hasn't looked the same player. He's been subbed off um, earlier than I would, I would think that he has been before. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he's carrying a knock. But yeah, either way. Yeah, exactly. Fulham. I agree. Fulham are, are done. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same here. I did pick up Zambo for this week as a streamer, but in general, I'm with you, Jay, Joe. Joe, that um, that he's 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 on his last legs. When uh, when do they play? Saturday against Chelsea. Saturday, Saturday. midday, I think. Yeah. So okay. Kind of so middle of the game week. Okay, so if you picked up Zambo, you could still potentially drop him. For, for yeah, a streamer yeah. on the, on Sunday on the Sunday okay all right I like that I like that uh, and then my second one is Kunaguero 
uh, and for all the reasons we've mentioned, you know, for with with Manchester City players. But that got me thinking about a tweet that our good friend Jose sent us, um, and he's at EPL Kings with a Z, and he asked, "Is the Coon going to have a last dance tour at Manchester City? Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton, Everton, five games. How many goals? The Coon." The king. Um, yeah. <laughs> Great South Park episode. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, as I mentioned in my in my tweet, I think he probably gets two or three starts, um, probably after they clinch the title. Um, but given given the Champions League match this this uh, midweek and the fact that they have Palace, maybe he gets a start. But I I actually think it's probably going to be jesus and ferran torres this weekend but man i think he gets two to three starts and probably two goals maybe three no farewell tour like they're really gonna do him i mean like that's that? gonna be the farewell tour i mean oh <laughs> that's my being God. generous to him i think that's so brutal though like this man is a legend yeah he gets the last two or three starts against newcastle brighton and everton gets to bang in a few goals i mean yeah all I right. think I, th- I I have a feeling that he'll start against Palace and and if he if he makes it through gets a goal or two then then he'll he'll get a chance to play the rest of the games if if not then yeah I'm with Ryan that the last three maybe sixty minutes minutes each yeah. not something that that you really you really should be rostering to be yeah. honest. Fair enough. All right. Well, that has been the final straw. And for the um, remaining two things we're going to talk about, we'll kind of, I don't know, we'll, we'll do just uh, as much conversation as we want to have on it, but we won't kind of dwell too long on them. First thing is just Game Week 33 takeaways. Um, we haven't been doing Sunday shows because Sundays have been crazy for me at least recently. But um, but I do want to just quickly talk about some of the takeaways from the previous game week. There are some things that I think at least need to be just briefly discussed. Um, so I'll introduce kind of the topic and tell you why I'm bringing it up. And then I'll just kick it over to you guys and you can, you can give us your thoughts on it. Um, so for this one, we'll go Ryan Toddy and then we'll switch it going forward. But Ryan, I mean... This used to be your number two team. I think you've since <laughs> I think you've since moved to Aston Villa. But what I have the moved hell across the Midlands to Villa? Uh huh. What the hell is going on with Wolves? And yeah. for next year, what what's the prognosis? Are you going to avoid them in the draft? Uh, I mean, obviously, it goes without saying that the Jimenez uh, injury was was really bad for them. Um, even before that, you could kind of see some signs that. Um, They've either been figured out or they were just, you know, not clicking as they as they once were. I don't know. Maybe they're missing Big Matt Doherty. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure he'd come back at this point. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He would rip your hand off to get a contract back at, at Wolves to get out of uh, Spursiness. Um, yeah, I think the, the injury threw him back. They've had a, a bunch of injuries. Bowley has been out a lot. Um, Potence in and out. Um, of course, Neto now, but uh, I think they've kept that system. So they've they've been figured out a bit. They've you know downgraded at some spots. 
they've had the injuries um they're comfortably mid-table now so they really don't have anything to play for uh they've just been super inconsistent uh, fantasy wise adama looks great um I like. I still like some of their defenders for uh, for certain matchups. Roman Seiss, who I shouted out in the Ghost Point article, has been balling out um, the past few weeks. Could drop six and a half whilst you know giving up four goals to Mighty Burnley, as we as we mentioned. So weird. Uh, yeah. So I like Adama and Seiss and uh, maybe Bowley uh, for for good matchups, um, but. Yeah, it's they've they've been hit or miss. Uh, for, as far as next year, I think because of this down year, they'll actually a lot of their assets will be will be good value. So I would be maybe trying to to um, you know reunite with uh, my boy Semedo and uh, <laughs> a couple of the other uh, assets. And I I think they I think they make some upgrades uh, this okay. summer. I mean they have they have wealthy owners. Um, so the Portuguese league is probably still churning out talent. So yeah. You know they'll they'll go get somebody from Rio Ave or <laughs> yes you know, exactly. Or I think Benfica, I think they might so. sell. I think they might sell someone big. I have a feeling they might get rid of Adama, but um, yeah. yeah, I think he's only been starting basically because they don't have too many other options. I think initially they, he wasn't starting, and then Potence and Neto obviously, but um, yeah, I, th- I think they have a big summer, and yeah, I like their assets next. Uh, I'd, I'm willing to punt on them because I think Nuno's a good manager, yeah. and we've seen them click before. I think they're just having a down year. All right, Toddy. Um, I think I I I was trying, I was looking for um, drafted thoughts tweet at the beginning of the season. Um, where he, <laughs> he invited us or the whole Twitter draft PL community to to just just come up with with the most outrageous and uh, and most uh, out there uh, takes uh, oh, for yeah. the season and and I I did shout uh, and I did say that there wouldn't be a Wolves player in the uh, in in either of the positions in the top 20 which is not going to happen but it's going to be close <laughs> um so good, though. um Let's see where and, Adama and is Adama is at 12 and Neto is still at 6 oh, yeah. overall yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's not going to fall out in the in the I bet Samedo's uh, up there Yep Samedo just makes the top 20 uh, uh, but there's no midfielder, obviously there. So maybe there's at fif- fifteen. So I think, I think, uh, if if he's currently eight points out of the twentieth defender, who is Ruben Diaz. So I think he might just fall out. We'll see. So uh, yeah, and I think there's twenty-four. Yeah, so I think we'll have, yeah, we'll have, we'll have. We'll have one or two players in in the in these, so it's it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close, and and that was like a, a very very controversial take <laughs> at the beginning of the season yeah. to have to I have didn't that. Care for it. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I had a feeling that they they're gonna have an off year. Um, I think this whole. Um, um, project is 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 a big question mark uh, on on how how it's gonna 
continue. So I, I'm expecting a big summer for Wolves, uh, and, and, uh, defining and summer for them. Um, because, because, uh, this is, this is the, this is the season where they have to decide whether they're going to be pushing for Europe and mm. uh, pushing to solidify their um, positions or just making money out of the players. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, um, as as uh, as a supporter of another Mendes um, influence club in Valencia, I think <laughs> I think um, this is just Wolves is just a, a means for an end, mm. and I think I, I think this is the end end of the Wolves uh, project as we knew it. Mm. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of. Adama and uh, Neto and obviously with this injury it's a bit more difficult for Neto but I think I think there'll be there'll be a fire sale of sorts uh, and there's going to be more young young uh, Portuguese <laughs> players coming yeah, in so sure. I think I think we might we might be seeing uh Vitinha in a starting role next season we might be seeing um Aitnuri um solidifying that left wing back spot uh and and players like that and 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 I think they'll be closer to the bottom half Hmm. Uh, and and closer to fighting for relegation. Oh wow! Uh, there there's a there's an interesting uh, um, theory or or rumor is is that Nuno Espirito Santo is considering considered for the Spurs job as well. Um, obviously, I don't think he's free to move in a sense uh that he's part of the Mendes empire and he he goes where he's needed um as he has been going uh where uh Mendes sent him uh same same thing happened to when when Porto needed a cash injection Wolves just bought their uh most exciting youngster for an exorbitant fee right so yeah, I I I'm a bit skeptical on 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 the Wolves project and on on that being a purely um, sports based uh, motivation behind mm. that. So so yeah, I think I think I'll be I'll be keeping a close eye on Wolves this uh, off season because whatever happens these are good players so um just like ryan said um there there will be value there on draft day uh the big question is is it going to be um new and unknown value or is it going to be just depreciated value from this season mm. yeah that's a great question Okay, well, there's your Wolves take. Um, clearly, we've already mentioned that Burnley is incredible, and you should buy into all of their assets. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding on that one, obviously. Please don't actually uh, take me up on that. Uh, but, yeah, if Chris Wood's out there in your league, I mean, clearly you should you should add him at this point. But, you know, otherwise, yeah, uh, let's be realistic. Okay, um, but, Tidy, I'm going to come back to you. This one we've talked about the last few weeks, I think probably every week. 
So this maybe will be a shorter thought, but uh, Chelsea once again, Tuchel ball fails to impress, um, and by impress I mean uh, convert to fantasy numbers, and so and also just convert chances in general uh, on goal. They do, however, continue to keep um, a, a good deal of clean sheets. So, I mean, are, are we? in the same camp, I think, on Chelsea assets at this point, or has anything changed? I'm I'm still um, mostly out on Chelsea assets. Obviously, um, I want Mount, I want Aspilicueta, and the only, the third player I'd, I'd be considering getting, and it's mostly because I think he is easy to get uh, on the cheap, is Reese James. Uh, but other than that, I'm not gonna invest in that, uh, midfield or forward rotation because, because it's, it's similar to my silver take oh. is that, um, if there's rotation, mm-hmm. you want extremely high upside. Yes. Yes. So, exactly. um, yeah, maybe to be honest or just, just realized that the, Fourth player, I'd I'd be okay having is Kante, who has been scoring really well in the recent recent weeks. And I think just to just to circle back to the last row segment, uh, Kante is a perfect um, uh, player to accompany your JWPs and Zayeches because hmm. he he will he will get you that eight points. Uh, whatever happens and he's been scoring 10 plus in recent uh, recent weeks as well so so i'd i'd be happy to run him out at any any day of the week but other than that uh, werner havertz maybe pulisic but i'm i'm not uh, bought into him uh, staying staying in a team for the yeah. rest of rest of the season so my God, I'm not bought into anyone staying in this team for the rest of the season. Um, Ryan, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Um, if it's not Mount or one of the defenders, um, preferably Chile or or, uh, or Reese or, or Aspie. Um, actually, Rudiger has been scoring pretty well. I think he dropped like 19 um, with the cleanie last, last game week. But yeah, the defenders and... Uh, and mount um the other ones are potentially high upside but it's just like with city you got to go through hoops to to get cover for him so i'm not i'm not trying to get him in because yeah it's a it's a dash at this point you need the flexibility in the spot so you can't be holding yeah. to dead chelsea assets so I like yeah it. i feel the same way i feel like tuchel might be rotating at some point maybe get his assistant to to manage the <laughs> couple of the games uh, that would be good. That would be good. Like really live up to the Tinker Man. Uh, <laughs> he, you needs, know. he needs the rest. He's he's pushing yeah, the red absolutely. red lines. Absolutely, you got to be careful with that. You know, you can't you can't put your health in jeopardy. <laughs> Self care. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, Ryan, coming back to you on this one, and that's appropriate because we're going to talk about Arsenal assets. Is it time to buy low? Ooh, la, la. Um, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> rough rough match. Uh, but mm-hmm. 16 shots, 60% possession, but still only 0.9 XG. You know, we you know XG can lie sometimes, but at the same times, 
uh, you know, other times it, it's it's pretty spot on in terms of how, how things went um, in terms of like realistic chances. So what was your take on that? And are you still looking to bring in your boys? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them were disappointing uh, this weekend. Um, it was a pretty threadbare team, to be fair. Lacazette was out. Uh, Erdegaard was out. Didn't start Martinelli for, for some unknown reason, although he came on and scored three fantasy points in like 10 minutes. So <laughs> I think Well, his, and they play tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. His, so Martinelli, I would like to be getting in. Um, he's, a, of course, as, as we saw against Everton, he's a bit of a, a rotation scare. Um, but from the evidence that we have so far this season, he's actually been ghosting really well. Um, he had the 15 and a half point performance um, the previous game week. And then, like I said, he put up three points in 10 minutes, which was half of what Saka did in, in 90 minutes. So um, I like getting in Martinelli. Um, Erdegaard was uh, back training and then he subbed on against Everton. So he should be he should be back. Ceballos is usually pretty good when he starts. Um, there was some good news on the injury front, um, potentially, with the uh, um, Arteta's news conference uh, this week saying that um, Obama Yang and Laka and Tierney were were back training and in contention, quote unquote, for for the game tomorrow. So I would uh, I would be trying to get in Martinelli and, and holding some of the the bigger assets, um, the well performing ones like Lacazette and uh, and uh, Saka and Pepe because uh, they still have a still have the good schedule and they're they are completely random this season. Uh, so there, there's not much consistency, yeah. Um, that's a, yeah, but, that's a problem. but yeah, I, I still like, um, some of those other players I, I just mentioned. Definitely, um, keep an eye on the, the lineup, uh, against Villarreal tomorrow. Hmm. Toddy, thoughts on Arsenal? Um, I've been vocal about, um, liking their assets, uh, but I think they've become one of the biggest trap mm. teams, um, in this in this um, period of the schedule, um, I I I don't think you can afford not to invest in their players because they are, um, as Ryan said, that they are they are relatively cheap to get in, yeah. either from free agency waivers or or um, or in a trade, but uh, and and the fixtures are still looking good, but honestly. Even even asking Ryan, uh, would you be wholly surprised if Newcastle got away with a two two nil win? <laughs> uh, uh, I think on I, Friday, I think I would. I mean, I'd be generally surprised, but 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 um, we but, deserved at least a draw versus Everton. We actually played better than them. They nicked that goal that was purely Leno's. Yeah, fault, but the last so. two games were like. A one loss against Everton and uh, a one-one draw against Fulham that was uh, only salvaged in the 96th minute. Regardless of what the <laughs> what the actual um, uh, run of the run of the game or 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 chances or whatever showed, it's but it's the same argument as we had in October about Wolves. Yes, Wolves' assets were good, but. They the team was wasn't very good, so they didn't show that they were good. So I think it's the same with Arsenal right now. That um, yeah, if you if you counted points for 
for for how well they played they would have scored better but yeah. um but they ended up losing against Everton and and drawing with uh, Fulham which which didn't didn't amount to many points uh, on our fantasy game yeah yeah so there's only a few assets like i mentioned that are scoring consistently well um this season and yeah the, my only point to to those two performances were that um outplayed the other team but the the big thing with arsenal this this year has just been not finishing so yep. every third game they finish those chances and they have right. the potential to put up two three goals but the other two games they play decently but they're not finishing off chances which obviously kills uh fantasy points um mm-hmm. potential so yep. yeah that's kind of where they are yeah, yeah. so yeah. i think i Go agree ahead. with ryan uh that you you should be getting them in, mm. but like in 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 the aforementioned uh, Super League, uh, <laughs> unfortunately named Super League, <laughs> we'll uh, that we have. Um, <laughs> we had it first. Like like we had. Should trademarked it. We really should have. <laughs> Florentina would have given you a pretty penny for it. <laughs> <laughs> we have had we we had a, a waiver on today, and. Uh, this is remember. This is this is a league that was just um, was just started um, after game week twenty seven. But um, uh, just just to have a quick quick uh, take on Arsenal players that we had we had a few Arsenal players go in this waiver run. Uh, we had Danny Ceballos going for fifteen fab. Kieran Tierney going for 32 fab. Wow. Martinelli going for 12 fab. Okay. So, um, so yeah, um, I think, I think that's a bit, and, and sorry, uh, Thomas Partey going for three. So I think all of those are a bit <laughs> inflated. Um, and, and they do have potential to, to blank all of them. Uh, but then again, um, they could they could end up just like Ryan said they could end up scoring three. <laughs> Newcastle can't play Willock against us, who's been really their only goal scorer the past month. Yeah, so their their last minute well. goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, and they refuse to start him. But yeah, now they yeah. can't. That's beside the point. Okay, well, speaking of not finishing chances, Toddy, I'm going to come back to you <laughs> because yeah, um, pot here's black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so our team, Liverpool, what, why, what, what is, how, why, why can they not score goals anymore? That's a longer podcast and probably not (laughs) done by us, uh, to to be honest, but, um, but to translate that into fantasy terms, um, I don't think I don't think there is anybody other than Alexander Arnold who I would be actively trying to trade in at this point from Liverpool. Um I do I do like Thiago. I do like him uh rest of the season, although my prediction of, of his attacking returns didn't uh, come to fruition. Mm. But he, he has been scoring well. He had two ten ten point games back to back and uh his last uh, game against Man United got him twenty ghost points, so mm. I'm definitely I'm definitely looking to start him. But other than that, um 
it's just it's just sad. I mean, <laughs> the the scores are decent. Mane got ten point five and Bobby got twelve point five, but um, other than that, um, I'm I'm not seeing much value there. Yeah, Ryan, any thoughts on Liverpool? Yeah, I would uh, I would tend to agree with you guys. It's um, oh sorry, I, I dropped out there. Um. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you guys. It's just, it seems like the end of an era, uh, unfortunately. And I, I really thought that, uh, you know, the being out of Europe and the prospect of top four would really spur you guys on to, uh, to really close out the season with a bang. And it's been, it's been a whimper. And it's, <laughs> yes. it's just like watching Arsenal with these chances just not being scored. And I think you guys need a, a clinical finisher. Um, Mane's not that, Firmino's not that, Salah has been picking up the slack, but yeah, it's there's not much creativity in the midfield. Teams seem to know kind of how you're how you're going to play and have nullified it for the most part, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 frustrating to watch. Mhm. Well, we can leave it at that. <laughs> Um, I like that Toddy put it in terms of fantasy numbers because it's it's too painful to talk about otherwise. Uh, <laughs> so let's um, come back to you, Ryan, here quick. And just anything else that stuck out to you after um, Game Week 33. And then we'll sort of do a, a quick sign-off by you guys just telling people what your preparations are for 34. And then we'll close her out for the day. So, Ryan, what any other thoughts on 33? Yeah, I um, there was a lot of clean sheets. Um, I, I don't know the numbers um, off chance, but there's at least, I think, four to six clean sheets um, this game week. And I got, uh, I rolled out a, a back five, and I think I got four out of five clean sheets. Um, so, again, I've, I've mentioned it before, but depending on the matchups and <laughs> the players that you have, I'll go full Italian calcio style, sure. putting five at the back and just, you know. <laughs> parking the bus fantasy wise because um yeah neo Herrera's catanacho teams that's right yeah you can get a ton of points from defenders and it's it's pretty easy to stream um these days so again don't be uh don't be too too afraid to to go with the back five would be um one of the the takeaways that i had from this game week that's a good call toddy uh my my takeaway was that um even 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 us uh well even us that's that's a bit there's a big words but <laughs> yeah I, uh, I but, started patricio and bully i mean like even yeah, us don't say that yeah yeah <laughs> even us um us uh, fantasy um advice givers uh <laughs> who who pride ourselves on 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 the decent records and um and and decent takes that we have all of us at the draft society shouted out um Brighton and Wolves assets um this <laughs> the, this um But then we course corrected with Bogle though in our defense. Yeah That's we true. we did That's we true. did we did. That's true. But but um my take regarding that is that I think results like these where where the um expected result is is um turned on its head are going to be a bit more uh, likely in the upcoming few weeks so i'd be i'd be okay 
um, going against the grain on some of those uh, based on a hunch. So, like, I I got uh, 30 points from Bogle and McGoldrick uh, this last game week, and that probably oh, yeah. won me my game week. Um, <laughs> and and uh, in another league, obviously, I, I won the game week with starting uh, Chris Wood. So, nice. Um, so yeah, I think I think these these results will be a bit more um, frequent in the upcoming few game weeks. So look out for those. That's interesting. I actually think that's a, a really good shout. And that yeah. usually happens every every season, right? The the teams sometimes that you think are at the beach and have nothing to play for show up, and then the teams that are fighting relegation that have everything to play for don't. It's so and true. Kind of vice versa. So yeah, I think there's so much variability. Yeah. Um, like it's like a five two for West Brom against Chelsea and stuff like that. So Yeah, like that shit's yeah. gonna be yeah. more common. I, I thought it was interesting. The commentators actually got into that a little bit um during the Crystal Palace match and they were talking about how um a lot of these players are playing for contracts and playing mm-hmm. for you know for upgrades on their contracts and contracts that are running out. They're basically Euros. putting yeah euros, of course, and they're putting themselves in the shop window um, for other teams if they don't want to necessarily stay with the current team that they're at. So if you're on a team like Palace and you want to get somewhere else and your contract's running down, why wouldn't you play your ass off right now and try to make it you know try to make other teams um, attracted to you so that way that they can potentially pull you out of the mire that is Crystal Palace like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it made a lot of sense to me. I was like, okay, yes, this actually, okay, I can see it now. I can see it. Um, but but yeah, so that, that's a great point, Tati. Those are all those are all really good points. Um, so I'll come back to you, Tati, and then we'll end with Ryan. Uh, give us some insights into uh, how you're preparing for 34. Yeah, so um, in all my leagues that have already run waivers, I've picked up Kieran Tierney uh, with the view of him either making the bench for Thursday and then then making the starting lineup at the weekend, or maybe he even have has a chance to make the starting lineup um, on Thursday as well. Um, I've I've also picked up some low ownership uh, City defenders in. Uh, Mendy and uh, Walker and uh, Ruben Diaz against Palace. Um, Obviously, I'm expecting a clean sheet with a few aerials for Mm. Diaz and maybe an attacking return for Mendy. Um, And um, I think that's that's about it. Um, Just a PSA. Um, All the... um, Premier League teams are going to have a social media blackout oh, good call. Uh, this good call. this weekend. So uh, anyone or everyone who gets their uh, live um, starting eleven news uh, by frantically refreshing <laughs> Twitter an hour uh, before uh, before the um, kickoff. Guilty. That's not not going to be able not not going to happen this weekend. So you need to look for alternate um, um, sources. I suggest. Um, like one of these scores apps that, that actually come out with lineups pretty quickly, like FOTMOB or SofaScore. They, I, I have, I have, um, FOTMOB 
or Footmob or whatever. I don't yeah, know that's, how a, it's that's pronounced. a good one. Um, and they, they lineups usually pop into my notifications like at, um, a minute, a minute later or, or 90 seconds later than, than the hour mark. So that's pretty, that's pretty good even yeah. for, um, because everyone else will be, uh, without the help of Twitter. Um, so yeah, you might, you might want to look at like, um, the, the daily mail or, um, or, or, um, I don't Roto-Wire. know. Rotowire do yeah. like, um, live feeds, uh, for, for the matches and they, and they tweet out the lineups as well. So, yeah, just look out for that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we want to um, sort of support the the essential values of this social media blackout. Um, I don't think uh, we haven't come up with with a final solution, but I think uh, uh, I think the draft society will be active. Uh, and and we will be active on Twitter because um, I don't think our reach is is wide <laughs> enough yet. Although we are the second uh, most listened to podcast uh, soccer podcast in Iceland, so yeah, we, are. we we may have to rethink <laughs> we rethink what we think about our our reach. But right, um, right. I think I think we we will we will stay there and we'll educate uh, yeah. the public about. Um, uh, abuse, uh, social media abuse, and how it's wrong. I 100% agree. And I, I'm just going to continue to support and love on this community that is always so positive um, and, and so inclusive. And I know that, you know, a social media blackout's a really cool thing that, you know, sites and uh, accounts with massive followings, you know, are doing. But I think also it's okay for us to to be able to give people advice on the weekend and um, continue in this vein of positivity and optimism and inclusiveness, um, inclusivity that that we always that we always try to to embrace um, as parts of this community. So uh, I think that's going to be our plan, and uh, and hope that everybody just knows obviously where we stand on racism, homophobia, um, all those other things that that this this social media blackout is is you know trying to combat so yeah well said toddy absolutely well said uh ryan any uh any thoughts for you on on in terms of how you're prepping on this game week or final thoughts for the listeners yeah um i've continued uh my fire sale or or cutting the fat uh as it were um i've shed that dead weight um again <laughs> i've been pretty ruthless Pereira, cresswell what have you done for me lately oh. out of here um so i've i've kept consistently the last couple of weeks two to four streaming spots um which has been great as i said especially for defenders wow um that's a lot but yeah I, I like being uh flexible and and lean and mean uh sure. for the for the run-in um so i've i've kept my core assets and i'm just streaming the hell out of the rest of the spots i like it um potential waiver wire pickups this week uh delhi would be pure punt 
Um, Ryan Mason has come in. You got to think that uh, he's going to shake the boat a little bit, do the uh, opposite of what Mourinho was doing. And if he really wants to do that, Deli Alley would be getting a start this weekend against Sheffield. So just pure punt. Don't know if it's going to happen, but um, if you have the room um, and you have cover, it's 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 worth a punt. Um, Spurs play Sheffield, so potentially Spurs defenders if you can get them in. Um, I always find that uh, with Careful blank with game weeks, yeah, exactly. I mean, don't yeah, don't go out of your way to get Eric Dyer in, but uh, if you're if you're jammed up at the end of the end of the game week i think they have one of the later games um then yeah you could you could do worse than streaming a, a spurs defender against yeah. uh, against sheffield um i've always found that uh for blank game weeks and this late in the season um some some good assets are, are dropped uh because of it um so a uh, maddie cash was was dropped in in, in one of my leagues um because of his uh his two yellow cards and his suspension so um Players like that can be dropped, so just kind of scour the the wire if you haven't already. Um, some of the other ones, Basuma, as we mentioned, um, Diagna, maybe Dan Byrne. Yeah, there's some there's some good uh, waiver wire pickups um, this week and and rest of season. So, so yeah, I'm just as I mentioned trying to uh, trying to be lean and mean and and flexible for uh, for this last stretch. Beautiful, I love it. Uh, as far as Genie mentioned. Um, he said he's. <laughs> he just said he's trying to trade in some forwards. <laughs> Be on the lookout for low ball offense yeah. for your forwards. <laughs> Which Hold them good. tight. The one thing we didn't mention was uh, as far as his other thoughts from game week thirty three. Um, he said once again, it's all about trading in forwards. Um, but basically, he said that uh, he assembled a midfield involving Barkley, Fleck, McTominay, Louise. <laughs> All from the free agents, and they did the job just fine. But he said that forward is a wasteland. So I think it makes it sound like, um, and Tati, you have this issue too, don't you? Uh, the fact uh, that, that have, forward yeah. is so thin. Yeah, um, I have uh, my only forward in the aforementioned Super League is Sergio Aguero. Oh, God. Um, it's so I, bad. I, I drafted Neto and uh, Rodrigo from Leeds, oh. thinking that he'll he'll come back from injury, which he hasn't. Um, so yeah, I'm done to uh, down to bare bones. Oh, I started, Ouch. but but I did I did get um, fifty points in the, my last few uh, game weeks, uh, starting Cavalero, Robinson, okay. like Goldrick and Diagne. So there is a value there, but but all of these, I mean, you could. There is a stretch where these four guys will score you fifty points in sure. two game weeks, but most of the stretches they will score you five combined. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, and the beautiful thing, as you mentioned, uh, with the social media blackout, again, we stand for everything that, that they are fighting against with this blackout. Um, but as far as fantasy is concerned, it is going to give you a, a few extra minutes or an extra a few extra seconds to bring in those streamers. Um, so that is one thing as far as the fantasy game is concerned uh, that we fully support the, the blackout. But it is going to um, benefit fantasy managers just in a certain way, not to make light of it. But you know, it just, it, it's a true thing. So just something to be aware of. Uh, so with that, we will go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, again, Iceland, we love you. Uh, <laughs> we, 
we have uh, a million things going on uh, in our lives. Like you heard me and Ryan moving. So it's probably going to be uh, one podcast per week for us for, for the foreseeable, at least in, you know until the summer, hopefully. And maybe we can get things rolling again. But um, do go to thedraftsociety.com because all of the write-ups, the articles, the written information, the statistical information, it's all there. So even if you don't have it in an audio format, we got you covered on thedraftsociety.com. Head over there. And while you're there, get yourself a shirt. You might as well get yourself a shirt. Go ahead and get yourself a hoodie. Um, get get your wife one. It's, the the logo yes. is awesome. I mean, it's just... Uh, <laughs> Ryan put a lot of work into those, and, and it's fantastic. So, El Ghazi deserves your yes, support after get this an El Ghazi weekend. Shirt. He's back. <laughs> um, yeah, shameless plug, but uh, do, do your check part. Out, do check out the Draft Society. It's completely free for everything on the site uh, until July when we kick off the actual inner circle. So, we do love you guys, community. You are the apple of our eye. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you soon. DM us if you have questions or if you have if you need some advice. Talk to you all soon. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>